There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You're listening to my talk, 107.1. And um, entertainment involves food. We got to go to food court. Let's do it. We're trying to. Let's do it now. It's it's okay. Right now. I don't know what's happening here. Well, the thing is, is that we've had to fight off the paparazzi to get into court. It's true, because we're very... The only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley versus Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. Gotta be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sbarro. Sorry about that. Don't. Why are you sorry? Because <laughs> I couldn't get to play right away. Oh, I don't know what was going on. How it's about back. this? I'm a per- I used to be a producer, and I still can, and I shouldn't have sprung that on you that How quickly. How dare you? You should be so apologizing. It's my fault, yeah, Mike. I'm sorry. I was ready for it. It just didn't play. It didn't that fire. That was the problem. Oh, I, I hate when that happens. We're good to go. Okay. Well, you have a question, Bradley, that should you want to pose. Answer the question or ask the question. Ask think? the question. Ice cream, colon. Which oh, is- whoa, what? Not ice cream colon. <laughs> Which is better? Semicolon. Soft or hard? Ice cream. Oh God. Why do you have to say it like that? Hard. Like what? It's weird. Do you like your ice cream soft or hard? So 651 641-1071. Again, yes, that's the implication. What else did you think I meant? I don't know. Do you like your ice cream soft or hard? Now, Dawn, are you wondering why we're asking? Um... No, because I think it's a really good question. I don't have oh. to wonder, but you can tell me. Well, it's it's the summer and it's ice cream time. Ah. And I just had a, a good summer cone. Not Well, it's actually a cup because let's be clear. I never get a cone because cones terrify me. Me too. It's just, it scares me. It scares me. The race to lick yeah, it I can't. fast just enough. Yell, I can't. Yell, 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 yell. It's too much. Anyway, soft or hard, what do you like it or how do you like yours? <laughs> Dawn... What do you think? I like it hard. Yes, queen. I'm in uh, the hard club as well. Yes. I love it hard. I do. I want to get it as much in me as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Hard and fast. That's right. I don't want. I don't. Soft serve is fine if you're talking about going through the DQ drive through. But what I will do with it is that I can't stand it being melty in any way. Yeah. So I will put it in the freezer to make the soft serve. Oh, my God. How do you get it to a freezer in time before it's complete soup? Well, we live close to a DQ. Oh, okay. Well, I live around the corner, but, like, we walk, and Mm. by the time I get home, my ice cream would be dead. We recently got a soft-serve cone because we wanted to try the new churros cone, and one of the things we both said was, like, you just got to eat it too fast. 
And so I would get it in a cup or something so I could just like get it at my own but speed. But it turns soupy too yeah. soon. Yeah, it does. Uh, I totally agree. So I'm with you 100%. Hard ice cream all the way. Now, hand-packed is my favorite. You know, old school hand- hand-packed hard ice cream. Um, What does that mean? Hand-packed? It's literally hand-packed. Like, you know, into the thing. Oh, you mean they scoop it hand-scooped? And they pack it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what it's called, hand-packed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well. You want to go to the phones? Yeah, let's do it. Let's find out uh, how Gail likes it. Gail, you like it hard or soft, honey? <laughs> hey, Gail. You, Gail. Yeah, you. Or not. Let's put Gail back on hold. We'll come back to her. Maria's on the line. Hey, Maria. You like it hard or soft? Hi, Maria. You're on the air. Hi. How are you doing? Do you like your ice cream? I love hand-dipped ice cream. It's the only way. Hard all the way. Hard, hard. all the way. Hand-dipped. That's what it's called. Hand-dipped, hand-packed, however you want it. You That's want it hard. That's right. Any particular flavor you're into. Nope. Guess not. Let's go on. Gail again. <laughs> hey, Gail. Are you Gail, there? You're back. She's eating her ice cream. Maybe not. All right. Well, Gail, you're Gail, cutting out. For... If you can hear us, we're so sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying hard because it will eventually melt to a consistency that would be soft that yeah. you don't have to buy. That's so there right. you go. Yeah. There you go. I love it, Gail. I hard love your math. She's soft. like, if you like it soft, you can get it hard too. And then just wait till it's soft. I love <laughs> right. it, Gail. Thank you. Thank you, Gail. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm if I had it, soft. If I had it hard, I would I would just put it off to the side until it became soft. I'm a soft. I'd go soft. It's okay to say soft. It's, I'm gonna say soft. You're so a soft. Soft serve. It comes out of the thing at well, DQ. Yeah, I mean, I like it in. Well, that's the thing. If I have like you know a little pale ice cream, I'm gonna put it in the in the bowl and I'm gonna let it sit there until it, it. melts and becomes soft. You know, I used to do that so, when I was a kid. I would always like mix my ice cream up really fast mm-hmm. to like until it would melt and get soupy. Oh. And as a kid, that's the way I loved it. As an adult, I want it. I think it's because Mm -hmm. I I want it hard because then it lasts longer. That's true. Right? I don't feel panicked in a rush before it becomes soup. But when it's soup, you just, you're like spooning it in. I don't know. It's kind of like I love malt, but they are over way too fast. Oh, sure. Because you just suck it down too fast. That's right. It's just like leaving the pail out and then you just go around the edge, that little area that melts Uh first. And you go around the edge and you take that soft stuff. I do like a. And you wait until it's soft. What do I call that? Like a like a soft hard, a softy hard, a, um, like a like half mast. What do you call that? Half mast ice cream. That's well, yeah. You can open a food truck. Oh, I'm just saying, you get that creamy thing around the hard edge. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you um, have a particular favorite uh, brand of hard ice cream? Oh uh, well, when we were at Ronald McDonald House. We oh with god Chef Green. oh my god I I don't rem- I I can't believe I just walked into this but yeah you're absolutely right go for it <laughs> okay so I we he made a dessert I don't remember what it was on oh uh fried bananas remember that was so with some homemade caramel sauce it so on good. it, it so then good. they plopped some vanilla ice cream that was possibly the best vanilla ice cream I've ever had it I'm like what so is this good and I do you think- know what it was Mike what was it. Kirkland, which is wow. Costco okay. ice cream. Costco's premium vanilla ice cream. It's got to be the premium okay. Kirkland vanilla ice cream. It comes in like, what are those, half gallons? Yeah, it's like a tub. It's a, it's like a tub. It's a tub. 
Um, oh God, it's so creamy. <laughs> it's like your face. <laughs> Am I wrong? It rubs his head and goes, "Oh God!" But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so good. I can't even really describe because I usually like vanilla bean ice cream when you're mm-hmm. talking about vanilla. Uh, but this was, I was like, "What is this?" The the mouth. Oh, feel? it's just Costco. I'm it, like, what? I'm telling you, it is dangerous. I've never bought it myself. I can't buy it. My mother bought it, and that's how I discovered it. So she had it in her freezer. Mm -hmm. And Jamie and I both were like, what is this magic in this thing? Mm -hmm. This is dangerous. That's right. So if you ever get a chance to have the Kirkland Premium Vanilla Ice Cream, I think it only comes in vanilla. Really? Yeah, I don't think they sell any other kind of Kirkland Well, they don't need to. Do they just sell sauces next to it? You don't even need sauce. Girl, no. You this can just, just turned into a Costco commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Okay, so two hards and a soft. Yeah. But what about you, Don? Are you like a you know the half mast? You want the you like the soft edges? No, I want it as hard as I can get it. So when you put it in your mouth, you want it hard. Yes. How do you get it out of the bucket like oh, that? Oh well, you have to get a warm. You have to get hot water, hot water on your scooper, it. and then that's how you scoop it out. Yep. Okay. Yep, and then you just keep scooping. Yep. I will say you got to. How many them. scoops do you do in a bowl? Okay. I want to know. This is important. Well, I would say I don't know that I do actual scoops. Oh, I like do, you know, a scooper. big tablespoon, like oh. the big soup spoon. Mm-hmm. This is a tablespoon. Just, no, girl, oh. listen to me. I'm not done talking yet. <laughs> I take a big. Spoon. <laughs> just a spoon. No, I take the spoon. <laughs> And then I just start like hacking it out oh, into my bowl so you until my bowl bowl is full. Estimate of a I would scoop. say it's a three scoop. Three scoops. That's what I'm talking about. Mike, Mike? what's a bowl? <laughs> just take out the tub. You let it melt and you eat it right from there. Yes. Uh, Especially if it's a good Kemp's maple or maple ooh. nut ice cream. That's, oh, that's my jam. See, again, I love that, but I would get tired of one flavor, which mm, is why I sure. think the vanilla ice cream is superior. Okay. Because then you can doctor it. However you want, mm-hmm. right? Gotcha. But to each well, we, their own. All right, no wrong answer. No, you're absolutely right. Okay, when we come back, sorry, we could talk about ice cream for the rest of the show, but we're not going to. What we will do instead is talk about Leonardo DiCaprio and his new girlfriend. Great, she's like 12 <laughs> years old, and by that I mean she's actually 22. Yeah, and he's not. We'll talk about that when we return right here at my. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. I want you to do me a favor. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, June 21st. I'm really excited because I'm hosting an event with the light to celebrate World Refugee Day. And I would hope uh, that you'll be able to join me. You know, too often refugees and displaced people are portrayed one dimensionally, often as victims or even worse as villains. So with the light, we're making space to lift up their stories of abundance and resilience, which is why I want you to join me on June 21st at 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall in Northeast. I'm going to be moderating a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna, the author of 25 Million Sparks, the untold story of refugee entrepreneurs. We're going to follow up our chat with delicious arepas from Soleil Ramirez and Arepa Bar. And joining us for this event, some new Minnesotans, literally Afghan and Ukrainian newcomers who settled in our community over the last year. To learn more and to reserve your spot, head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. And thank you. We're going to take a moment to peer onto Leonardo DiCaprio's yacht. You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Don. My talk, 1071. Great. You know he loves to yacht, right? Leonardo DiCaprio 
loves to get on yachts with beautiful women. He also loves to date models. We know this. Um, He just ended a, uh, I would say, a long relationship for him um, with Camilla Maroney. Yep. And she, he's been single for over a year now. So he's well, been, it takes a while to find your next, you know, honey, much younger. Yeah. But dating. when you have Gigi Hadid helping you out, who is a model, he's been linked to her in the last since Coachella, really. But that was all her mother. Well, that was Yolanda to, trying yes. to get attention and trying to make a thing happen. And it was not happening. And Gigi's probably like, Mom, stop it. OK, I'm friends with him and you're damaging my friendship. I'm going to prove to the world that we're not dating by hooking him up with my 22-year-old friend, Megan Roche. Yeah, 22. By the way, remember, Leo is 48. I'm 48. So imagine me being like, hey, John, meet my new boyfriend. He's 22. I would say that is lovely. And how much do you have in common? Yeah. This is I mean, the question. Other than- the obvious, what could you possibly be interested in? Yes, if you want to take a gander at him on his yacht with his chiseled physique. Oh, by the way, I'd like to point that out. I saw, I did see a headline that talked about Leo's ripped physique or his buff physique. And I was like, I mean, he's not in bad shape. But no, like, not at all. But uh, I'm like, come on. That's not you a You would not physique. call a woman ripped if her body was that divergent from like you ripped. like women are held divergent. your body is divergent from from ripped from ripped yeah. I'm, I'm saying like from what the the society's definition Thank you. of That's ripped great to bring up yes you would never let a woman get away with that so no. to let um leo and his you know fit dad bod which mm-hmm. again no shame he looks fine yeah and i love the hairy chest yeah like i don't but he is in his rich actor dad bod face yeah he is because he doesn't have to be ripped like you pointed out before the show zach efron has to be ripped because ripped because he will be taking his shirt off in a movie probably yeah like that's his thing right but you don't like channing have tatum to be. Yeah. you're not going to see channing tatum doing uh the whale that's right brendan frazier no. you know like he's not going to be doing a role like that he's going to be doing a role where he can flash his abs that's right because that's what he's known yeah. for leo's Leo is just, I'm on a boat and I don't care. He's like, I'm so good, I don't have to be ripped. That's what it is. So he's with this very much younger woman. And you have a little, a few details on, I'm not the only one that's sort of raising my eyebrows, Mike. You're not. So what happened? Busy Phillips had some opinions? Busy Phillips wasn't too too happy about this, or at least went to uh, Instagram. She actually has deleted this since she posted it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, my. But, 
It was a picture of uh, of Leo and his reported girlfriend, and basically it just had the caption: "Leo's girlfriend literally looks like she's Birdie's age." And then JC is what she said after that. Like, but not who's that. Birdie? Her fifteen year old daughter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she does look at her face. She is like elegant. She has a beautiful face. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's yeah. gorgeous, kind of like what Brooke Shields used to look like when she was younger, and you know, of course, super tall and thin but it's a very baby face like i just don't know how you can be attracted to someone who looks that young it kind of creeps me out at this point i'll be honest thank you for stating the obvious right yes like if again nobody if it was olivia wilde and some 22 year old i guarantee there would be a whole conversation about yeah. You know, I mean, people talked her about her creepy. age discrepancy with Harry Styles, yeah. which I think he's at least 30, if I'm not mistaken. Is Harry Styles 30? Either way, there's a double standard. Uh, but I'm he's just, 29, and Olivia Wilde, I think, is like 30. What is she? 39. Okay. So 10, ten years. years. Yeah. Literally 10 years. And no, they no, talked no. about it nonstop. Leo is 26 years her senior. Right. I'm just wondering. Is he ever going to want something like substantial? It's it's maybe I have a skewed view, but I feel like we never see him, you know, with a person who seems to be age appropriate or, or that he seems like he's super in love with. Like, do you can you live your life and be like, I'm just going to hook up with people like 22 yeah, it's year called old being models. a man. Yeah, so and there, I'm, that's I'm enough. Painting like, with a broad brush. I know, I know. But I think that I is think that the if, dream of every man. No, I don't think so. Not I think you. most men, evidenced by the fact that most men are in long-term relationships, but I, I think he's just in a. There's clearly something else, right? Like now, I'm going to get a little deep on it. Like there's clearly something else going on because it's one thing if. You know, like we all have a friend who's got like maybe a huge age gap with the person. And I used to date younger guys, so I get it. But they were only like 10 years younger than me at the time, you know, 35 and 25. But my point is, if you're always dating the same like aged person or like age range and you keep getting older and they don't. Yeah, that there's something there. What it is, I don't know. But it says to me that this is. This is far more about you than it is the individual person, mm. because we what I'm saying is we all have experience with people who have a we all know people who have or maybe we have been those persons who date, a, you know, there's a huge gap in between. But one off here and there, it, it just that's the like way it over works and over sometime. again. But the fact that it's yeah. repeat. Yeah. Consistent. You can fall in love with somebody 30 years younger than you or more. It's just, it's the repeated. Yeah. It's the fact models. that that's all he ever seems to <laughs> And they date. have to be super gorgeous yeah. and young. Which just seems really Vapid. interesting. Okay. <laughs> when we come back, we have more for you. Thing Entertainment. Yes, you do, my talkers, especially this time of year, especially when it involves your air conditioning. So I don't know if you've gotten your excuse me, your AC tune up yet for the season. But if you haven't, Hero can do it for sixty nine dollars. They'll make sure your AC is in tip top shape. And best of all, it comes with a three hundred and sixty five day no breakdown guarantee, which means if anything pops up after they come out to tune it up, you should give them a call. And that's what you should do regardless. Even if you don't get the AC tune-up this year, but 
God forbid something happens to your AC at some point throughout the summer, just call Hero.com. In fact, that's what we did last year. We had an issue. No, we didn't get our our AC tuned up. And uh, when we did have an issue, we called them out. They fixed the issue, and we haven't had a problem since. Call Hero.com today. You'll be so glad you did. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 107.1. Well, we have to talk about, we just talked about Leo and, um, you know, his 22-year-old girlfriend. But let's switch gears to a couple that's much further along in their relationship. And it just seems to never end. We're talking about the divorce of Brangelina. You have some updates on something that's happening, yeah. Bradley. In the year 2023, I would like to give you an update on the divorce of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. I don't know if you remember this, but I think, what, 2013? <laughs> is that when they... Is it oh been my 10 gosh. years? Has it been 10 years? Oh, no, 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 no. Ooh. 2019. Oh. It Wait, seems when did like they... it's been 10 years. When did no, they file Brad... for Oh, I'm so confused. You know, the... Pandemic did me no favors. No, I don't remember Brad a lot of Pitt, things. Before. 2020 is when they announced the decision to divorce, it looks like. Okay. Oh. June 2020. This is weird because... No! No, no, sorry. No, that's, no. Like... That's, no, that's the pandemic. No. Are you sure? I okay. take issue. Let's see. Ah, <laughs> you guys! That's not even why Bradley, I brought you here. Not Brad Pitt. You can call him Bradley Pitt. <laughs> I get confused for him all the time. All the time. No, they fired uh, filed oh. paperwork in 2016. There it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <sighs> I knew 2013, 2020, 2019. Nope, 2016. Yeah, it's all I could weird. just read what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the moral of the story is it's now 2023, some seven years later, and we are still talking about the not end of their uh, divorce. And here's why. He just made new accusations against her in paperwork that was filed on June 1st of this year, according to documents obtained by CBS News, that accuses Angelina Jolie of attempting to, quote, seize profits she has not earned and returns on an investment she did not make. He goes on to describe his ex-wife as, quote, vindictive. Oh, (laughs) yes. Oh, God. This goes all the way back to... Uh, something a little more recent, but still, nevertheless, part of this whole Falderall. You remember they've got the winery. The Chateau Miraval. Have you ever had that stuff? No. I I have never drunk it because, of course, I am a sober individual. Uh, have either of you? No. You haven't had nope. any of the... I'm not that fancy. The Brangelina grapes? No. Nope. Well, anyway, they I have like the... Franzia. No, you don't. I'm just kidding. Well, I did back in my 20s. Yeah. I used to take that bag out the box and squeeze every last drop into my mouth. Oh, my. Didn't you? Mm. There's like a whole cup in there, I swear. Okay. <laughs> so she sold her shares in Chateau Miraval back in October of 21 when she cut a deal with Tenute Del Mondo. I don't know what a Tenuti Del Mondo is, <laughs> but that is owned by the Luxembourg-based company Stolly, uh, which uh, is controlled, however, in the words of Brad Pitt's legal documents, Yuri Scheffler, quote, an oligarch in the Russian Federation. This is some what? intrigue. This is some international oh, intrigue no. stuff. Apparently, this Scheffler guy uh, has Russian, British, and Israeli citizenship and lives with his former Victoria's Secret model wife, Tatiana Kovalina, in Switzerland, Dawn, 
and they attempted to make the purchase before uh, or from Pitt at one point, and he was like, no, I want none of this, because you'll remember the whole contention between these two and Chateau Miraval was like, she's going to sell it to a competitor because that'll drive it into the ground, and he's not going to be able to make any money off of it. Right, right? her half, right? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Which includes her interest. vineyard, a uh, vineyard. Yeah. So like if, if you try to sell it to one of these conglomerates or whatever, that's going to, that's going to take the control away from him or at least put him in a position where, um, it, it's not advantageous for Pitt anyway. Okay. So he tried to, or he's still trying to halt the sale because the sale has not been completed. And that's why all these doc, or that's why he made this filing because he's trying to quote regain his passion that is for winemaking because who knew Brad Pitt had a passion for winemaking, mm-hmm. and um, apparently he credits that to his friend Mark Perrin, the winery, um, who he has helped with the winery oh, right. turn into a multi million dollar global business and one of quote the world's most highly regarded makers of wa- a rosé wine. Yeah. I just looked at the Miraval, the Art of Rosé website, and it is very expensive and sexy looking. At one point, they're pouring the rosé into someone's hand, and it's just spilling out. Again, I think this is a case of she had an interest, and she just, she didn't care enough. Getting rid of it and selling it to this guy did damage in terms of, like, it was a middle finger to Brad Pitt, oh, right? It's, yeah, it's and like, I'm going care. to ruin you. Exactly. And so she didn't care enough to, like, you know, not do this. And what he's arguing is that this sale should not go through because he is the one who put the sweat equity into the business. It was his passion. She doesn't care, and she's just doing this as a middle finger. So you shouldn't approve this sale. This, this sale should not go through. It's so confusing. I mean, how do you... So that person would own half or this this corporation really would own half. Well, is whatever share she had. OK. All right. Well, I don't if it's know what that is. I've... Or more than half. He is screwed. You know, well, even if he's not, it's a control or I don't know if it's a controlling share. I think it was a controlling share, but it doesn't matter. The point is, he does not want to have to be involved with this other liquor company mm-hmm. with Chateau Mirabal. So. The moral of the story and the takeaway, because at the end of the day, the thing that is fascinating to me about both Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie is that we are now seven years, as I said before, away from their divorce, and they are still knocked down, drag out, legal wrangling, claws out, it's just not- coming for each other in a way that, and I've sa- I said this years ago, I remember saying, you guys. You're two highly successful people. Mm-hmm. I understand why the people around them don't want this to end. Money. Yes. Right? Like the lawyers aren't going to go, you know what? We should really come up with a deal to settle tomorrow and be done. Right. No, because they can't You billable hours. Right? Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But like at some point, don't you think someone would get them both in a room and say, look, what is this possibly doing for either of you? That's beneficial. Exactly. I don't care who's justified or who's right. It, it it would behoove the two of you to go your separate directions. Otherwise, what are we doing here? That's, because do you need more money? Is that the thing? Man, you just, I think you personally need to get in a room with them. You think that'll yeah. work? I think if you can just say it plainly like that, they'd be like, you're right. But like, that's what it's. Man, sa- that I don't know. That, 
It sounds easy to me, but that that must be there must be something else because that these would, are not dumb people. Right. Well, that would require each of them to let go of the revenge because I really do feel like she is she really a a, a switch was just flipped on that airplane. Which we all have heard about, where he lost yeah, well, control. Yeah, she alleges and was he was violent and yes. abusive. Yes, which I don't know if that's true, but there are a lot of, you know. But even if somebody's violent and abusive, and you and uh, trust me, with her, I could totally see it in the in the tabloid story that I'm telling in my head. I could see where she would just, you know, look at the camera and be like, "I'm going to burn it all down." That's right. And, sl- that's what and I'm she saying. will make her life's goal to just make sure he is never never sleeps. Like you are miserable. Yeah, now. and I get that, but. That doesn't do you any favors. No. You mean Angelina? Yeah. You're talking no, I to meant her you, now. Dawn. Me? Yeah. No, yeah, Angelina. Angelina, like, that's not going to help you. And I'm not. Ex- Maybe you know, it's because I'm exempt. fresh off three seasons of Ted Lasso, oh. but I just feel like you need to move on. <laughs> yeah, I would want to move on. Uh, so, in my opinion, like, this is such a unique area where they have this. This is just, the property is unbelievably amazing. It's also a very old, old property, but, but it's a thing. And like peace of mind is way more important than a thing. Can't he just sell it his half to this company, let it go and buy another piece of property in Europe, which I'm sure there are ones available where he could start over with his own just wine that he owns. If he's so interested in wine. Yeah. Like, why are we so attached to just this property? I do, like, understand there's deep history with this property, and it's, like, one of a kind. St. Thomas Aquinas visited Miraval in 1252. Oh, my God. Everything in Europe is so old. What? Yeah. Oh, God. It also has... uh... (laughs) I don't even want them. I don't want either one of them to own it. Like, why then... Can we own it? I just think that maybe a French person that needs to own it, right? Yeah. That's what's gross about this. Like, it reminds me of, like, Nicolas Cage, you know, disassembling. let's do a series. Taking apart a castle and bringing it to the United States. A season of White Lotus with Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, God. God. Right. Where's the wine? Um, Okay. So it is one of a kind. All right. I'm going back on what I said. Yeah, no, but I don't. But again, at the end of the day, your piece, you are a rich, successful, powerful Hollywood player. This isn't your only investment. family and many things to be grateful for. At what point do you just look at yourself in the mirror and go, you know what? I'm going to move on with my life. He doesn't want to let her win. Yeah. He's got that same. I could see his ego and I could see her ego. I could see both egos just going at it and both feeling equally justified. Like she's just a, you know, vindictive troll and he's like, or excuse me, he thinks she's a vindictive troll and she thinks he's an abusive turd who needs to be destroyed. (laughs) Right? Yes. So, but that's like every... breaking it down that simple. you know, I mean, how many other people have been in toxic relationships that could say the same who've had to move on for less? And I don't the, know. Yes, exactly. Move on for less. That's the key here is that they are two. This, these aren't just two people who made their fortune with this thing. They have the ability to make more money. Yeah. And so to hold on to something, which I understand, this Go is find would another be ancient devastating. Winery. Ancient winery. Own, you know? Yeah. 
I don't know. It's so easy for us to sit back and just go, let it go. Yeah, well, and I, I feel fine with that because, you know, we don't have the funds to buy a Chateau Mirror Vault. They do. Mm. All right, when we come back, Mike's got to spin his big wheel. Why? Big wheel keep on turning because it'll land on a game. And that game is one we'll play. Dawn versus Brad when we return right here on My Talk. Well, we better brush up, Jace. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. Remember how I told you they have a brand new trial membership? Well, I signed up for that trial membership, you guys. And it is designed to get your feet wet this summer with your boat club. Frankly, they take care of all the work to get you on the water this summer. So whether it's your first time boating or you want to get out on the water, uh, again, every week this summer, your boat club has a solution for you. Now, I want you to check out that trial membership like I did. It's super easy to sign up. It's very well uh, explained on the website. Just head to yourboatclub.com. They've got videos you can watch to understand how it works. Um, you can read testimonials. There's all sorts of stuff on that website. Check it out. They've got 30 locations in Minnesota. They've also got locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and even Florida. I'm so excited to tell you about my experience with your boat club, but I want you to check it out for yourself at yourboatclub.com today. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Well, we've had fun today. If you missed the debate on do you like soft or hard ice cream, you can go back and listen to our podcast as well as the other hours. Check it out at mytalk1071.com. But now it is time to play a game with Mike. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, a new week means a new crop of game shows for you two to play head-to-head for the first four days, yeah. and then we play as a team on Fridays, of course, Love as it. we always do to end the show. Let's spin the wheel and find out what we're going to play yes. to start out the week. Oh! oh. I was one, one of our Monday favorites. Name that tune. Name that tune! Oh, okay, yes. There you go. It is a little name that tune today, as we are going to... Uh, Picking some songs here for you two to try to figure out. If you haven't heard Name That Tune before, I think it's the one we've played the most here on Game Show Roulette. I've got five songs here. They all are going to share a same theme, and then I will give a little bit of a descriptor for each one of them. You two, after hearing that, will then go back and forth bidding on how many seconds it think, you think it's going to take you to Ooh. name that tune. If you name the uh, tune correctly, you get the point. If you fail, your opponent will get that point, and we'll go through as many as it takes, but... Uh, Five? Yeah. Possible. Sometimes All right. I feel like I shouldn't listen to the clue because I get a preconceived notion mm. of what it is in my head. And then when it isn't Whitney Houston, <laughs> yeah. I go, oh, no, my brain freaks out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but a, I'll still listen. Okay. I think that's probably that's a better good, strategy. Otherwise, it would be a really be a weird really game. weird segment. Okay. <laughs> um, there was a list recently put together by Time Out Magazine of the 60 best songs of the 80s. Oh, oh God, I love 80s music. So all five of these songs, this is going to be your overall clue, all five of these songs are from that list. Okay. So according to that magazine, they're the top 60 songs of the 80s. And I'll start off with this first clue for you. And uh, let me flip a coin here quick. For me or him? Somebody call it. Tails. It is heads this time. Heads. So with that, Bradley, you're going to start the bidding after you hear this first clue. Okay. One... Of the final massive hits in the decade, that was this permanent A-lister's best. 
One of the final massive hits in the decade that was this permanent A-lister's best. Mm. You can start the bidding at 10 seconds. <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> I know. Mike? Yeah. Dawn? Yes? I can name that tune in three seconds. <gasps> Whoa! Ooh. Going for it. Ooh. Um... <laughs> Name that tune. Ah! <laughs> I thought for sure she would take it. No. All right. Three okay. seconds. And again, this is uh, your clue was one of the final massive hits in the decade. That was this permanent A-lister's best. Three seconds, Bradley. You ready to do this? Yeah. Or attempt okay. to do this? Let's find out. Name this. Oops. There we go. Name <laughs> this tune. <laughs> Uh, are you ready, boys? I'm listening to love, and it goes like this. Don't go for a second, best baby. Put your love to the test. That's Madonna. Don't uh, for a second, baby. Put your love to the test. You know, you know, you got to yeah. make it. I don't. You need an answer. Can't let you sing the entire song. Uh, answer. Oh, God, I can't think I- of it. I can't steal. Can I? No, nope, you just can't wait. steal. You got a guess? Uh, Madonna. That is. Do you believe in love? No. What is the name uh, of the damn song? <laughs> what is it? Express yourself. Oh, God. You did a great. I'm not going to be able to go home tonight. Edward. It's okay. I totally would have done the same thing if I wasn't on the other side Express here. Express yourself. Judging. You did a great job of naming every single word in the song. I, yeah, just I had to go through the chorus. Yeah. All righty. So uh, first one. it started out like that. Like a yeah. room. Do it one more time. Uh, it gives you a little. Yeah. Yeah. Had, I've Look never heard that. that. Is, was that? I think the radio edit didn't have that zipper or room of a car, whatever <laughs> it is. <the> zipper. Do you believe in all right, we got to move on to the All next right. one here. Okay. Sorry. All right, first one goes to Don. Congratulations on that one. Uh, oh, you've I got, got a one. Point? Oh, yeah, you got it right. Or oh, you got it. Or okay. he didn't get it right. I should say. Okay. Yeah, here we go. I didn't get it right, you, so you got the point. I see. You, you get you to you get to point. start the uh, the bidding here this time. <laughs> Not hard to judge why this 1983 song made the list. Not hard to judge. Not hard Ooh. to judge that this 1980 or why this 1983 song made the list. So you can start the bidding uh, there, Don. Okay. I can name that tune in three seconds. Go for it, Don. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, let's all see. Right, You've got right. three seconds of this song. One more time. Your clue for this and all these songs, again, coming off that list of the top 60 songs of the 80s. Not hard to judge why this 1983 song made the list. Here you go. Name this tune. Well. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. Oh, only oh, three oh. seconds. Uh, Toto Africa. Oh, that was my guess. That Incorrect. was going to be my guess too. Incorrect. Okay, shoot. Is that a guess, Bradley? Uh, no, I don't. It's hard to judge because that is one of the judges of American Idol, Lionel Richie, with all all night, night long. long. Oh, oh shoot. Okay, right. we gotta move, gotta move on. on to the next so one because point. it is one one now. We still yeah, we had a lot of game left. Here we go. <laughs> one one. We're moving on to song number three, or I should say tune number three. Here we go. This uplifting song is from a group led by a soulfully uh, eccentric '80s icon. Uplifting song from a group led by a soulfully eccentric '80s icon. Who goes? Uh, Don, you or excuse me, Bradley, you start the bidding this time. Don, I can name that tune in four seconds. 
Bradley, I can name that tune in three seconds. <laughs> name that tune! <laughs> All right. I'm confident, do I? It's back to three songs okay. again. Uh, three seconds again. Okay. And again, your clue. Uplifting song from a group led by a soulfully e- eccentric 80s icon. Okay. Here's your three seconds. Karma Chameleon. Oh, God. There she Boy, goes. Look what I wrote down. Easy. I thought maybe that was going to be it. So, yeah. Okay. There you go. That's such a good song. It, it is. is. Really good. I named my cowboy George. Oh, that's awesome. The cow? Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was little, you know. You had, I had a cow? A... Yeah. All right. I like how she says we that. We gotta like, go on. You can't just get Okay, go on. Please mark that in so we can bring Please. it up tomorrow. Okay, yeah, All right. Here we go. Uh, it is uh, Dawn now with a 2-1 lead. It could come down to this. We'll find out. Nearly a decade after making arguably the greatest song about a sultry topic, this guy may have outdone himself with a tune on the same topic. Oh. Nearly a decade after making arguably the greatest song about a sultry topic, okay. this guy may have outdone himself with this tune on the same subject. Is it me? It is you to okay, start the I'll, I can name that tune in four seconds. Uh, Dawn, I can name that tune in three seconds. I can name that tune in two seconds. Go what on. am I doing? What am I doing? She says after she bids it. <laughs> okay. All right, Dawn, this is for the win. Or no, sorry. Are you going to? Yeah. Bradley, did you say name that tune? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Here we go. Two I'm not seconds. Stupid. I'm Two not going to try to Two do it. Two seconds of this, this is one. This a male? Okay. It, nearly a decade after making arguably the greatest song about a sultry topic, this guy ha- may yeah. have outdone yeah. himself with this tune on the same subject. Okay. Here we go. For the win. Um. Oh, no. Um. Uh, Need an answer. Uh, I want to sex you up. That's oh, not right because that's is color not me bad. Right. I have no idea what that is. That's Marvin Gaye with sexual oh. healing. Oh shoot! A decade after coming that. up with "Let's Get It On." Okay, here's the final one. Shockingly, this guy won 20 Grammys and never had a number one hit. Okay. This tune was his closest. Okay. Dawn, I can name that tune in three seconds. Name that tune. Okay. All right. Comes down to this. You got three seconds. You just heard the clue. Here you go, Bradley, for the win or for the loss. Dancing in the dark. That's it for the victory. That is Bruce Springsteen. Never had a number one hit. Um, that's that's crime. Twenty Grammys and no number one hits. Wow, that's crazy. Great job, guys. That was thank you, Mike. I love I love naming that tune. Dawn, Uh, it's time to go now. Okay, so bye. Put your clothes back on. Oh. I'll put uh, mine on. <laughs> we'll return <laughs> tomorrow. What is this? No, we were wearing that outfit. Okay. Remember Kanye and his oh, wife? Oh, sure. We'll be right back. That's Lori and Julia. First equity. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony are ready and waiting to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape all summer long. Summer road trip season is here. And basically, that means it's time to get the vehicle over to Tom and the pros at Boulevard. So whether it's an oil change, scheduled maintenance, or something else, even if you just want them to kick the tires and make sure that you are in good shape for your summer road trip, they will get it done and better than most. In fact, with free courtesy cars, a car wash with every service, they're going to keep your car happy all summer long. So make an appointment today. It's super easy. You just head over to the website. I've done this many times. 
whether it's scheduled maintenance or issues that I've had with my vehicle, you make that appointment online. They'll give you a confirmation and then a reminder. And then at some point after you drop off your car, they're going to tell you exactly what's going on with it. When you can pick it up, you'll pick it up. It's going to look great and drive great. Head to blvdautoworks.com today.